0: do your friends and neighbors always seem to be able to afford more than you? Well, the reason probably is not what you think. We will reveal what's going on in many cases, plus what you guys have to say about it in a very revealing poll. And as if it couldn't get better, we have guest co-host and season two thought leader, the host of the Popcorn Finance podcast, Chris Browning back for a second day in a row, and so much more on this edition of Money with Friends. Welcome to the Money with Friends Podcast. I am certified financial planner Bobby Rebel, host of the Financial Grown-Up Podcast, coming to you from my very grown-up kitchen in New York City.
1: And I am Chris Browning, host of the Popcorn Finance Podcast, coming to you from Popcorn Headquarters out here in Los Angeles, California.
0: And this is the Money News show that includes commentary on recent headlines and stories with thought leaders from across the financial landscape, like Chris Browning from the Popcorn Finance Podcast. We break them down into what matters to you, our friends, and we leave you with a takeaway to make it your own. And we tape it in front of a live audience on Facebook Live. So I hope you guys that are listening to this on audio will join us on Facebook Live. And before I forget... Not to be forgotten, we are so thankful to Bestow for supporting Money with Friends. Bestow is term life insurance that is 100% online, never requires a medical exam. Prices start at just $3 per month. How do you get it? You apply at hellobestow.com slash MWF. That is hello com slash MWF. How you doing, Chris? Welcome back.
1: Thanks for having me back again. How are you doing, Bobby?
0: Good, good. I'm thinking about life insurance a lot now with bestow it's important
1: it really is and it's often overlooked so i'm happy you're thinking about it you're making me want to dig into that some more now too
0: yeah even if you don't (laughs) i mean definitely if you have kids but even if you don't have kids if you have loved ones everyone has costs and things that need to be taken care of in the worst of circumstances so it's really important when you're in the best of times to be thinking about that so i hope everyone checks that out um what's going on with you these days chris
1: Oh, you know, well, I'm doing a lot of talking to my listeners lately. I've been I've created a phone number for people to call. So I've been listening to some voicemails that I've been getting, and it's been a lot of fun talking to people, hearing their money questions.
0: That's so cool. Where can they do that?
1: Oh, so they can come over to popcornfinance.com or the best place to definitely Instagram is look for me and search for Popcorn Finance Podcast. And that's where I'm hanging out pretty much all the time.
0: Um Oh, we have a comment. We, we taped this live in front of a studio audience. So uh, studio, it's Facebook studio audience. It's not, I don't know, going back to my TV days. <laughs> anyway, so that caught me off guard. I'll share that comment with you guys in just a minute. But first, let's see which one of our money friends is going to bring us into the headline. This is Bethany from the Money Mill House. Just when you thought it couldn't get any better, it's time for our headlines. All right, our headline today comes from the New York Times. It is written by Alina Tugend, and it starts with, wait a minute, how can they afford that when I can't. Those expensive vacations and costly college educations may not be as hard-earned as you thought. I've done it, and probably you have, looked at your neighbor or friend that seemed to be in roughly the same financial bracket and wondered, how do they do that? How do they afford the elaborate remodel and luxury vacations they're bragging about on their Instagram accounts and that private school tuition. The feeling is envy, but it's mixed with curiosity. And it often comes with a large dollop of self-criticism. They somehow must be better at managing their money than my husband and me. What are we doing wrong? Just look at a forum on the popular financial blog, Mr. Money Mustache, the question asking whether... Everybody seems wealthy illusion. Is it really just fueled by debt? Attracted a wide variety of opinions, but more than a few expressed the sentiment of the common of the commenter George C. Quote, I have I often have the struggle where it seems as if everybody around me is wealthy, he wrote, adding that he often wondered how people he knew earned as much or less than he did could afford the things that he could not. To be honest, it kind of makes me feel dumb and sometimes even like a failure at what I do. No doubt most people could improve how they handle their finances, but Better money management isn't usually the culprit. When people seem to be able to afford much more than their income would suggest, it's often because there is, here we go, guys, hidden wealth or hidden debt.
1: Mm. Yeah. Wealth is even more hidden than income because there's no job to correlate um, it too. Sorry, I'm, I'm leaving off the end of the sentence there. Uh, said Dalton Conley, a professor of sociology at Princeton University. We have a general idea what a professor or corporate lawyer makes, but in terms of family wealth, there's no there's zero cues. Uh, Ellen, who lives in Washington area, uh, knows that knows that feeling of envy and curiosity, like everyone else talking about their personal experience for this article. Ellen, which is her middle name, she's being a little anonymous here, uh, spoke on condition of anonymity in order to uh, publicly share her private thoughts about friends' spending habits. Uh, For years, Ellen watched her friend uh, who had similar jobs and the same number of children as she did spend much more lavishly uh, on just about everything compared with Ellen's family. They did expensive home additions. They took twice as many vacations to places farther away. They drove nicer cars and she felt bad about it, assuming she and her husband were simply worse financial managers. Uh, We go to sell Blame when we don't know the whole story, she said. Then it all collapsed. It turned out that the family was largely living on debt. They were underwater on their house and had to sell it. They're now renting an apartment. I did feel very vindicated, Ellen said. I guess we weren't doing anything wrong. Of course, not all people who seem to be living beyond their means are running up their credit cards. Sharon, which is not her real name, <laughs> who lives in Westchester County, New York, has relatives who have paid her children's full college tuition and give the family additional help uh, she doesn't um, She doesn't like sharing that with people. Um, she said a little bit because I'm protecting the image of my husband that he rolls with the big boy. she said, and I also reall- I also feel really lucky, and it doesn't feel fair. I'm not comfortable, but I'm thrilled we have it. That was interesting. That's very interesting to hear that perspective.
0: What's been your experience?
1: Uh, You know, I think we all definitely get into the comparison game. And I I will, I'll raise my hand right here and say, I definitely have known people. And I, I was like, okay, I know we probably make about the same amount of money. And they're doing things that I definitely could not do. And for the longest, I just assumed that I'm like, like the article said, I was just doing a horrible job of managing my money. And like, maybe there's something I should be doing that I'm not doing. And that's why I'm not able to to live the life that these other people are. But when, when you really look around, a lot of people are in debt or they have other help from other sources. And that's why it makes it so hard to compare yourself. You're going to drive yourself crazy doing that.
0: Exactly. You often don't know what's behind the door. Um, we hear all kinds of stories about families that had the fanciest house on the block. This is a story. My husband told me that growing up, there was a family that you know was uber wealthy, the big flashy house, nice people. And then suddenly it wasn't because something happened with whatever income stream they had and there wasn't enough savings. And so they ended up having to heavily downsize. That happens all the time. And here in New York City, there's a lot of people that get help from family, Myself, we, you know, my family is local. That's that's a big support in life here. And very often we can go on a vacation to visit family and the family happens to be in a place that sounds like we were joking about this before we came on mm-hmm. that's a, a vacation place we you know you go to visit your in-laws they happen to be in an area whether it's florida or california that's a vacation area and it's a very inexpensive vacation for you but if you just say we're going to you know miami for vacation people may presume you're staying at a resort and you're spending thousands and thousands of dollars when in fact you're yeah. staying with your family which is great or maybe you are staying at a resort whatever it may be we tend to jump to conclusions and, oh, yeah. and get out of get out of our heads ourselves. So yeah,
1: it's so it's so easy to do because we we always make up our own narratives. We're looking at people and we're like, I know exactly what they're doing, and this is how much they're spending. But you can't do that. And I think that's for me, that was the biggest thing from this article. It's like you, you just can't play the comparison game. You can't do it because there's no way you're gonna know. You it is impossible to know what everyone is doing in their financial circumstances.
0: Yes, and also we tend to judge.
1: Oh yeah, definitely. That's I think it's just human nature to do it's, but not a great habit. But it, we all do it.
0: But it's interesting because we judge, as this woman alluded to, that she wanted her husband to maintain his image as being, you know, part of that rolling with the big boys. That, in and of itself is creating part of the issue that if people felt more more comfortable coming out and saying, "Well, yeah, actually, that trip was, you know, paid for by the grandpa and took all his whole family, and that happens. my family, my father, can take the whole vac- the whole family off to a vacation sometimes, and that's his pleasure. He wants to take his the multiple generation vacation. Um, but people don't always want to be candid about that because there is judgment. And so I think it's important mm-hmm. to be honest about that stuff.
1: No, I think so. And, you know, it's it's funny hearing that because I find myself on the opposite side of that that story where I'm not I don't roll. I don't roll around with the high rollers and all that stuff. But I didn't say um, the high
0: rollers, but uh, <laughs> no, no,
1: not, not you. But this is the person mentioned in the story. Right. Yeah. Um, but the, the the way that the, the in the story she mentioned, like, she, you know, she wanted her husband to keep up the image of, you know, rolling with the big dogs, as, as I think she put it in the piece uh, for me. I, I've been fortunate enough to have great, some you know, career opportunities to where uh, I'm a higher earner compared to some of my friends. And I do the opposite where I downplay it. I never want to talk about my income because I don't want to put people in the position of making that comparison because I know it's hard. It's difficult.
0: And it's not always talking about your income. Sometimes it's just a casual conversation of like, oh, what's going on? It's like, oh, we're finally renovating the kitchen.
1: Yeah. It just comes up exactly. that way.
0: So we do record this live um, on Facebook Live with a live audience. We have some comments. Do you want to share what Jim is saying, Chris?
1: Oh, yeah. So Jim said, it's hard not to compare, but being mindful of it, to, of it is important because you can pull yourself back from judging. And I, th- I think that's a great point, Jim. It's, it's hard not to, but it's something that you have to, I think, be very intentional in your actions and in your mindset when it comes to this type of thing.
0: Yeah. And Lauren has a comment talking about maybe cultural differences.
1: Oh yeah, so uh, Lauren said, "LOL." I wonder how much of this is an American thing—being overly concerned about another's finances. Um, I don't remember these conversations when I lived overseas, but I was much younger and not checked into money matters. Ooh, I don't know, Moppy, What do you think? I mean, it's is I I I can't even speak on this because I have not traveled very much to even make that comparison culturally.
0: Yeah, I don't know. I do think that different cultures do fixate on different things and also different generations. It'll be interesting mm-hmm. to see how I think I'm a Gen Xer. I do think Gen X is much more focused on material things versus a lot of the younger millennials and Gen Z tends to be more focused on just living life and not as much into stuff. So that may shift as the generations get older. We do put this out to our Instagram friends. Um, we did a poll. Chris, I'm going to put you on the spot as I love to do. <laughs> Ooh, here's sorry. here's the question, okay? We asked our friends. If you have ever wondered how friends who seem to be economic equals can afford stuff you can't do, you worry you aren't as good with your money? And um, one percentage said, I do wonder. And another percentage said, nope, I do my thing. What do you think? Mm-hmm. How, did, how did our money friends come down?
1: Okay, you know, last time this this bit me because I assume everyone was gonna be honest in their <laughs> answers, but <laughs> um, I would say... I think people. I think they have to go on the side of that. Yes, they they do compare. I think I'm, I'm going to go with that.
0: It was close, actually. We had 45 percent said I do wonder, and nope, I do my thing was 55. percent So really? you were you're pretty. It was close. It was pretty it close. Was
1: close. I was wrong again.
0: It was pretty close. We do have. <laughs> we also asked them to tell us more about their answer. Do you want to read some of those?
1: Oh yeah. So all right, the first one here is come. I don't think I can pronounce this. It is S K H five U, and they said uh, afford could be oh all right uh, okay a afford could have been smart with credit cards i.e they use points or dumb with credit cards i.e debt so they, they gave like both sides of the spectrum if you're they're doing something that looks pretty amazing maybe they're like you know travel hacking and they're you know doing a great job of accumulating points, or maybe they just have a lot of debt. So I, that's a, I think that's a great look at it. It could be either side.
0: No. And I like the the idea that they're mentioning points because I know we had a time when my husband and I were really in a crunch in the recession and we took a really great trip to a very high-end ski resort. It was a hundred percent on points. And so it looked like, oh, we're going to this fancy, we were, it didn't just look like we were going to this amazing mm-hmm. resort. But in fact, that was our one trip that year and it was awesome. And it was on points. So someone could have looked at that and made assumptions, but in fact, it was just a lot of points from, frankly, from working hard because we were traveling a lot for work. So they clearly a lot. So we we presume things and it's not always true. Who else got there? Oh, go ahead.
1: Oh, I was going to say, same thing happened with me. We, uh, My wife and I, we've been able to travel a lot lately, but it was all because of points. Every, I don't think I paid for a flight in 2017 and 2018, but it was because of points. But people can make the assumption that I'm spending a lot of money. So I, I get it for sure. Uh, and see, we have uh, Brittany Palm underscore. said, got to do your thing once you realize many in your grad school cohort is supported by their parents. Uh, so it, that definitely can happen. That definitely can happen. Uh, let's see, uh, Laura... Oh, la pura vita company differing priorities what they said uh we have uh bruce underscore s i see it all the time with my group of friends i never mention anything to them so he's just he's just keeping it to himself he's like i'm not i'm not even gonna get involved in that and then uh, i am the real spoon i assume it's all paid for via debt most people are buried in it and i'm not good for you yeah
0: that's cool all right any other comments before we get to uh our takeaways chris
1: ooh, you know, just don't play the comparison game that's 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 my biggest thing from reading this is because you just don't know you don't know what people are doing, and it, you're gonna drive yourself crazy trying to figure it out.
0: Yeah. All right. Before we get to our takeaways, let's talk about Bestow because we're so happy that Bestow supports money with friends. Life insurance is important, but the process should not take forever. If you're familiar with the process of getting life insurance, you will know that the potential um, for how excruciating it can be, long forms, a medical exam, a couple weeks later, and then the long wait for a price that they may or may not be, sticking to what you expected. I went through this back in the day when I first got life insurance. Let me tell you, I'm really happy companies like Bestow are around today. Um, Because you know what? We have other things to do, Chris. So Bestow makes it easy. They offer term life insurance that is 100% online. They never require a medical exam, ever. Prices start at, get this, Chris, Three dollars a month. Policies wow. are available for two, ten, or twenty years. So, you know, if you're not really sure what you're doing, you just want a quick band-aid while you figure out whether you need the 10 and 20 also, you can do it two year and just at least you have something in place, God forbid. Um I personally like longer term because I think that, especially as you have a growing family, um, that's just really important. And if you are younger, you know you're going to need that for a long time. And you can even not even put in your name, your email, your phone. You can get a quote without doing all of that. And that's really great because there's not a lot of pressure there. For your quote today, and you're going to feel so much better because you have the coverage you need, apply at hellobestow.com. That is hello w.com forward slash m w and thank you for supporting the show by using our link. Time for takeaways. Do you want to go first or have the final word?
1: Oh, okay. Um I'll go first this time. I think my, my biggest takeaway from this is People have so many different things going on in their lives. There's so many little intricacies that you would have no idea what's going on. So for that reason, I I really like Jim's comment as well earlier. Just be mindful of what's going on and just pull yourself back from that. Don't let that overwhelm you. Don't let those thoughts of what is this person doing? How can they do this? Be your focus. Appreciate your friends. Love them. But then just focus on your own journey because everyone's going to get to their destination different ways.
0: I love that. That's so giving and supportive and so in the spirit of the holidays that are coming up, Chris.
1: Thank you. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Mine is actually kind of, it, it's very similar. It really dovetails to that. And it's, it's just to say you need to play your own game. Don't assume someone else is a good money manager or don't assume anything about their money. They may be living very close to the edge or they may have family support or you know what? Who cares? <laughs> <laughs> if they're yeah. good people, just be cool with it and don't judge either way. And you know what if they have debt, well you know what be have empathy for them. We don't know where that debt come from not all debt, by the way is irresponsible. There's all kinds of reasons why people are in debt and if they have family money, you know what good for them. That's wonderful and it's great that they have an extra resource and we should be happy for them and um, and wish them well. Don't let it get in the way of sticking to your own financial plan.
1: I love that, Bobby. That was great. That's a great way to end that.
0: Thank you. Before we end the show, I want to hear more about what's going on over at Popcorn Finance.
1: Oh, yeah. So for me, the focus for the rest of this year is to help people out during the holidays. So uh, I created a number for people to call. You know, I even say it out loud. It is 707-282-59. You can call me with any question you might have, even if you just want to say hi. Um, I love talking to the people who listen to the show. So, Or you can just come over to popcornfinance.com and uh, reach out to me there.
0: Wait, do you actually pick up the phone or do they get to be on the show?
1: They can leave a message. I might pick it up. It depends. Sometimes I'm at work and I don't <laughs> think my uh, boss would appreciate me answering that call. But <laughs> if I'm available, I will answer it. If not, I will be playing it on the show for everyone to hear.
0: I love that. So cool. And where can people follow you on all the socials?
1: Oh, yeah. you Best place is uh, Instagram. Just look for Popcorn Finance Podcast. You can find me there or just look for Popcorn Finance on all the platforms. You'll, you'll find me any place pretty much now.
0: So cool. Well, thank you so much, Chris, for being with us. We love hearing more about Popcorn Finance, and we love having you be part of the show. You have amazing opinions. Um, For our listeners, you can learn more about Chris by going to our Thought Leader area on our website, which is moneywithfriends.com podcast.com just go there you can also learn more about our sponsors like the bestow by going to the sponsors area and you can find out about future tapings of the show so you can be part of our facebook live audience just go to as i said their website money with friends podcast.com, and go to the schedule area and we tape um, a few days a week and the show comes out six days a week so thank you for being part of the show and uh thank you chris
1: no thank you so much bobby i love hanging out with you
0: and everyone have a great day
1: This show is created and hosted by Joe Salcihai and Bobby Rebel, and is a joint venture of BRK Media LLC and Stacking Benjamins LLC, copyright 2019. Taylor Eichenberg engineered this show and Ashley Wall is the producer. For a list of our friends who appear on the podcast, head to our website, moneywithfriendspodcast.com.